That's I love that. Good. <laughs> That's such a good one. So I've been listening to a Gettysburg podcast for about the Civil War and everything. And they're talking about Spoopies. monuments and, you know, all the all the different things you can go see at the battlefield. And it got me thinking when we get to the Etihad for our first time, there are three statues outside the Etihad, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, one, beautiful, gorgeous, lovely, awesome. We love them. Which one are you going to go and be attracted to first? You can only pick um, one because they're in different areas. Which person do you are you most anxious to go see? Which statue? Because they're all different poses. Fucking well played. <laughs> Does that answer your question? I think that answers your question. Your your side, Kyle. Are you in the same boat? No, I am not. Actually, Vinny, Vinny, all day for me. Like that's That's, like that's the number two for me. Yeah, I get it. For me, for me, Vinny was like the most badge fucking player that we've had in this generation. Period. Like, man, Vinny. I mean, Coon, Vinny. but but Vinny, but Vinny. And Welcome Vinny, to the Stoppy like, Boys! Woo-hoo! You are now tuned in to the Stoppy Boys podcast. All right, guys. Welcome to the Stoppy Boy podcast. As always, I'm your host, Colby. Uh, that's Joe. That's Kyle, and uh, we've been away for a couple weeks. I uh, I had a little vacation down in South Florida. Uh, Joe had a bunch of soccer games with his girls, so shit didn't happen for a week. It's all right. Kyle didn't do anything. <laughs> Kyle Kyle sat around with his thumb in his butt. I mean, I petted my dog a lot, and that's not a euphemism for masturbation. Only a little bit. <laughs> Only a little bit. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> oh, so anyways, guys, we're going to do a quick overview today, match recap and thoughts on the Brighton match, uh, what positives and negatives we took away. Uh, we're going to dabble into this rumor that KDB's contract situation is not in a good place. Uh, so we'll touch on that. And then, of course, we'll get into our midweek match against Young Boys for the Champions League. So without further ado, uh, but before... You do all that. Make sure that you hit the subscribe button. Also, make sure you hit the bell so that you get all of our notifications and make sure to follow us on social media. All right. So, Bright. I think we all maybe walked into this match a little scared considering the the results that we've had. We went uh, two of five uh, over the last, and it's not been pretty. So, I think there was... A little fear walking to it, but also Rodri being there kind of helps solidify that feeling of, you know what, maybe we got this. Brighton's totally. been spotty so far this season. Uh, they started off really good. They fizzled here and there. Coming in to – we were at home. We were at home. We're Coming home. to the Etihad. Um, one thing that I think I noticed with Brighton uh, is Deserby. Is that right? Did I say that right? Zerby? Uh, 
I could see him totally trying to again model after Pep. Did you just try to correct me? Oh no, I, I'm I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce oh. it. I have no fucking idea. He's uh, a handsome man. He's a handsome man. Yes. Fucking Pep. I fucking love Pep. Sorry. If you watch the presser, like, you know, it was such a good presser. Right. Um it kind of looked like he wanted to mimic Pep a little bit with his formation. Granted, he had a four-man back line instead of a three, and he was running three in the midfield instead of four, like we were. Um, but I saw them trying to do a lot of the same things we did. Um, as far as the opening the opening half, I mean, we, we came out firing, guys. It, we looked like we looked like we should have looked five weeks ago. What do you guys think? I think that's absolutely spot on. We we jumped out of the gate quick, and you could see the energy was there from the boys. And mm. getting those two early goals definitely helped. And what I liked was seeing how excited they were after each of the goals, especially yes. early, because he had been in a little bit of a drought recently for us. Oh, you yes. could tell how much that one goal meant to him, and I think that's going to galvanize him going forward to to get more involved. And, and get back on the scoring sheet on a more regular basis with the standard that he's kind of set for himself. I felt like Doku was a massive problem for James Milner the entire first oh, half. Yeah. They keep, oh, which, yeah. I, which was as soon as I saw he, Milner was playing right back, I was like, that's fucking perfect. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's why I got subbed out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I, I felt like that was a great matchup for us. It was so nice to see a midfield double pivot of Rodri and Johnny Stones again. Yes. That made whenever they're both out there, I feel so much more comfortable and I feel like we're gonna run run shit the way we grew to expect it last year. So I, I that first half was excellent. They didn't really get into their game. We didn't let them do what they like to do, which is mm -hmm. what we like to do, which is possess the ball, press high, and we were knocking the ball around them and getting into spaces. They had a good the spell, up. though. They had a good spell. They oh, did. I, I, I was a big fan of the first half, and I think things changed when Doku got stepped on. He wasn't the same guy after that. He was, mm -hmm. which is understandable. He took cleats right to the calf muscle. So calf, yeah. Thought, so that's obviously going to limit his explosiveness, which is his trademark when he's on the ball. So um, I thought we waited a little long to take him out mm -hmm. um, and to change things a little bit. Um, and the biggest thing in the first before even watching the game was seeing that Eddie was was not in the starting eleven. He was on the mm -hmm. bench, and we saw Stefan Ortega out there, who I think acquitted himself pretty well. He had a couple of nervy moments per usual with the ball at his feet, but I felt like he he performed admirably in in Ederson's stead. Solid distribution. Agreed. And Solid. I mean, he's got to yeah. he's got to get like he's got to get the five matches. You know, assuming mm -hmm. in in you know in the off chance. That we win the league. Um, that was air quotes for you not watching. Um, <laughs> uh, like he's got to get those five matches so he can get the medal. So you know, throw right. him in there. Um, right. Although I don't know if this is the match I would have selected for him, but you know, um, I, I, yeah. For uh, so okay for me, a Doku. Like that. Like his his whole fucking time was well spent. I am loving what he's doing. B, Phil. 
Phil looked like he was in heaven the whole fucking mm-hmm. match. Like he just yeah. got to do what he wanted. He was doing it well. I mean, he got a little pissed at the refs, which he needs to calm down on because the way the refs are now, like you got to fucking calm that shit down. We're not trying to lose people again. Um, but fucking obviously back to Doku, like that, the assist. Yeah. I mean, it was mm-hmm. a muff shot, but whatever goal. Um before even the match, though, the I mean, just, we have to acknowledge uh, the the tribute to Francis Lee, um, and yes, rest in peace, brother. Rest in peace, uh, legend, legend for everything you did with the club. Um, it was it was a really it was a really cool tribute. Not yeah, you know it I was. It gave it it gave me the tingles, and I don't get that very often. So. Yeah, and I mean, I, you know, anytime there's a massive banner, like, that's always really sweet to see, but, like, it, it just seemed like they, they, I don't know, city's class. It was it was class. Um, Matoma, like, if we didn't get Doku and we got him, I would have been mad. That's all I Wouldn't have been mad at all. <laughs> wouldn't have been mad at all. Listen, the way he was stepping around Kyle, you got to give him props. I mean, you that's gotta a, give him props. That's a tough motherfucker to like. It's break. a big boy to get around, and especially yeah. is, like I don't, I don't. I obviously we don't know Matoma's full height, and not to put it on any stereotypes, but you're talking about Kyle Walker. Not to do any stereotypes, <laughs> but you're talking about somebody who's six two versus Matoma, who's probably all of about five ten at max, and is a beanpole. Yeah, like 150. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a beanpole comparatively. So his ability to get around Walker was something that I, I took big note on. And he's been doing it to a lot of defenders in the league this year. So his balance. Yes. Yeah, he has great balance. He's Man. listed at 510, but I think that's extremely generous. Yeah. I think that's yeah. an extra, I think I think they're giving him two inches on that one. I would be shocked if he's actually 510. <laughs> For any basketball fans out there, the listed height of all those NBA players Sports is not fans. their real. Sports that's fans. not their real height. Right. They right. they Same give everybody. Hockey. They give everybody extra. Like same like thing with hockey players. We've been yeah. talked a thousand times before about football and how like I you know I would be listed as like like five eleven fucking one ninety and it's like dude I'm like five nine and change and well I mean I was like one eighty five at that time but still like it was like. Right. <laughs> We're padding a little bit, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm definitely not five eleven. <laughs> no, uh, but yeah, like either he way, he was brilliant. He was brilliant for that. Fucking also, yeah, also really dunk was. for them had a fucking match. Um, he was he dude. Was he was coming back for a vengeance for Holland from last season. That's what exactly, that was. exactly. <laughs> and I mean, if it if it wasn't for dunk, Doku could have had probably like two or three assists. Uh, like yeah. legit. Um, yeah. Well, and he also could have had – Dokes could have had a couple of goals, man. There was a couple of opportunities that he missed. Um, and that's not to sit here and speak negative on him because he did a fantastic job for that match. And I want to bring to light the comparisons that are being made between Jackie and Dokes. And I don't I don't want to get on that rhetoric too far, but I think it's ridiculous that people are coming on and like, oh, I think Dokes is better. Dokes is a different type of winger. You guys 1, need to understand – you guys need to understand that players have different capabilities and to sit there and rank one to the other, it doesn't really make sense. Like what, what, what's the comparison? You have both guys, they have different abilities. They're able to present different things on the pitch that the other one isn't change momentums, paces, all kinds of stuff. So you can't sit there. Exactly. You can't make direct 
comp comparisons like that and say, oh, he's better. They both bring something to the game. There's a reason why they're there, and you're sitting at home. I mean, to be fair to that, <laughs> Doku at Jack's age, we don't know. But Right, we don't. But we are also, I think we all acknowledge that when Jack was first brought in, it was not to be a winger in the future. It was no. to be a winger for now, and then as Kev ages Wasn't out, we have two. We have two fucking players to fill that fucking role. And right. I mean, Bernardo, I love you. You're not that creative. We like your your tenacity is where like that's really where your fucking yes. shit is. But yes. Phil and Jack are our future real creative players. I think, and yes. that's why like Doku was never going to be that guy. Never. No. no. He's always no, he's meant to stretch. He's, yeah. yeah, exactly. He's supposed to see stretching it down in the box like he's supposed to, like he was intended to do when Pep brought him in because of his speed. So, I mean, just like, anyways, um, <laughs> bring it back around, <laughs> right? Let, so, let's let's jump into the second half. Um, things, things didn't take that big of a turn, but you can definitely see the difference in play from the first to the second half. Um, obviously, the press all was a was an issue all match with them uh what are your thoughts as far as the way the second half went kyle i feel like we played well i feel like we were just broken down on a fucking just a slight fuck up like yeah it it, it really it defensively it really could have been saved and been fine but just sometimes in football blah 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 I feel like the whole match is honestly, like like I said before, they had some spells. But as a whole, we dominated that whole fucking match. Like, first or second, doesn't matter. We dominated the whole match. We, we looked like we're 75% where we need to be as a team. Like, mm -hmm. we're, we're almost there. Everyone's starting to click. And yep. we're like, you know, three to five matches out from being like, Everyone's fucked. Every team in Europe is fucked. Like, because everyone is just fucking on it right now. And it's just progressive. And, and that shot from Thor really showed what we are, or what he's looking, like he's he's pissed. Mm -hmm. He's pissed he hasn't been on the score sheet. He's pissed all these people are talking shit on him, even though he's the fucking leading goal scorer in the league. They're like, oh, he's fucking shit. How is he fucking shit, man? He's leading goal scorer. Sorry, he's not doing fucking 50 goals and 10 matches or whatever, you know, suck a dick. I, I find it so funny when it, it's, we're only in the first third of the season. I find it so funny. The, the comments that get made about our players, like, and I've made a reference to this before in the season. I don't understand why our supporters castrate players because they're not performing to their standard at, at that moment in time. I think it's ridiculous. I also find it kind of ridiculous that, you don't understand that there are literally three parts to the season. You have the beginning. Everybody's kind of just getting warmed up. It's almost it's like an extended preseason in my mind. Then the first international break happens, and then we start seeing some momentum build. Some injuries are happening and stuff like that. Then you get to, you know, November, December. You're going into the international break. That's when you start seeing where your team is and where you want to start picking your solid 11, right? Right? come back from international break, then it's the business end. And that's the part that fucking matters. I mean, that's that's actually one thing I wrote down in my notes is like this this click that I'm seeing means mm -hmm. in my mind that we're going to be like on it. 
by Yank Thanksgiving. Um, and yeah, this is, that's basically fuck you England kind of shit. Um, but still, uh, Yank Thanksgiving by then we're going to be hitting on all cylinders going into Christmas where December is always hell month. And we're going to fucking roll through that and just like, cause to me, December is really one of the biggest deciding factors. Like if you can yep. come out of December seven to 10 points outside of first, you have a chance. If you come out beyond that, or I mean, you know, preferably we're just above, um, but we'll see. Like, it does seem like it's going to be an interesting title race, at, like toward the end of the season. But I like, I think that December right is going to yeah. be like massive. To December is going to yeah. be massive. And just Especially to jump with- back, just Sorry, to jump ahead. back to Thanksgiving. Go ahead. Oh, thank- just to jump back to Thanksgiving real quick. DC members, if you're in town, make sure you make it to Valor slash Ugly Mug because. These three will be there. Hey, have you checked? Uh, anyways, just sorry. I don't know if we can cut, but yeah. <laughs> sidebar, sidebar, sidebar. I'm on um, it. I'm on it. All right, cool. Um, hell yeah. Any hoozy. Hell yeah. <laughs> Always good to drop oh, any hoozy. I got I got to. I got to remember to fucking email him. Uh, to email Scott. Sorry. Uh, that I'll be there and don't, he doesn't have to mail shit because I imagine it'll be there. Oh better. yeah, I totally and I totally mailed him extra money to ship it, not thinking about me being there. <laughs> I don't think I have sent him extra. So that's good. That's good. Okay. Yeah. Shout out. Scott. Anyways, we love you, brother. Yeah, Shout out Scott. Shout out DCOSC. We love you. Shout out. Um, from Chicago. <laughs> Chicago. Um. Tight beef. So. And <laughs> Let's 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 get Joe's take on the second half. Let us. Um, I felt like their subs when they brought in Billy Gilmore, in particular Ansu Fadi, that changed mm-hmm. uh, the game for them. Huge dynamics. Yeah, that you could see kind of the shift. And um, once they pulled that goal back, we responded pretty quickly with our sub, with bringing in Ruben for for John. And I felt like in in uh, uh, Jack and for for Doku. And I felt like we lost a little bit of control in the midfield once John left because Ruben obviously is going to sit farther back. It looked like Akanji was kind of moving forward into a more advanced role. And that's just not his strength. He's not as good on the ball as John is. He's not as composed. Um, he's as, as athletic and they got the size, but he just he's just not uh, as comfortable with the ball at his feet. So we lost a little control of the midfield at that point. I felt like even though Ruben is, rock solid at the back and it felt like we waited a little bit too long to to respond because you could kind of see when they made the subs the tide was shifting a little bit um mm-hmm. and then they they equalized or not equalized they they got that they brought a goal back and um i think i was a little unlucky akanji stuck his foot out and the ball happened to ricochet right to one of their fucking players to an easy for an easy slot into the corner like it's unfortunate. Gonna, That's unlucky, I'm gonna, but I'm just gonna throw this in because you're you're on that path, and I just have to. Can we all acknowledge that both yellows were fucking soft as fuck, and you, to give a a double yellow red out of that is fucking nonsense. Fist bump, fist bump over because that's exactly where I was going. <laughs> that the first yellow was soft, and the second one was 
absolutely ridiculous. Nonsense. It didn't, cha- it didn't change the outcome of the game, thankfully. But that ref towards the last 10, 15 minutes of the game was trying his best to get Brighton an equalizer. Literally, my yeah. notes are like, we, we beat your agenda, ref. Yeah. We beat hit, your agenda. Yeah. <laughs> Kanji put his arm a little bit on Fati's waist. He then took two or three steps and then fell over. And that's a yellow card. It Come should on. be for fucking odd or Diving. Fati, Like, yeah. That like, that's clearly ridiculous. a dive. So that was frustrating as fuck. Because it yeah. felt like I was sitting there watching it with Steph, and we both were like, what is this referee doing? Every call is going against us, and it feels like he's trying to get them an equalizer to get create a little bit more drama. Yeah. And not to go too far ahead, but then we can also say there's four added minutes, right? Four? Yeah, that ended That's up what being they put an up. extra two. Ten. They put up, like, it ended up being like ten damn extra minutes. Fucking yeah. ten extra minutes. Like, I don't give a shit if you gave a double yellow in, in the middle of that. I don't give a shit if there were some subs in the middle of that. That does not equate six fucking minutes. What the fuck? Like I said, trying their best to, to give Brighton an opportunity. Akanji, you do not deserve it. And, and we'll see kudos to the kudos to the commentary team too, because they um, like were on it right away saying that that was an extremely harsh yellow and very un, yeah. you know unlucky and they don't usually say that they usually just let it ride and don't make a comment like that so kudos to them for like actually having the guts to critique the the match officials because most people don't do that because they're scared of getting in trouble so on the kanji tip maybe this is me looking at it in a different way but i felt like kanji was off of it real bad I don't think he. I, had I a wouldn't very good say game real game. bad, but I would. Yeah, I. I would say it he was, was a progressive thing throughout the match. You could just see mm-hmm. as he was as the game was going on, he was getting more frustrated, more frustrated, more frustrated. Even to the point where, in my perspective, he seemed like he didn't even care at that point. So I. I mean, it just like my perspective, but I, like yeah, like he just didn't give a shit. Like, and I, in my mind, like that's when I said to you, I was like, you know. <laughs> If that was Rodri, <laughs> that's a whole other story. But like we we can we can go without an Akanji for three matches and be okay. We can't Easily. go without Rodri, especially and, with and, and that, and that, Yeah, like and there and that has to be like talked about. Like, let's talk about Rodri for a second. He is so incredibly important to this team. He's the best midfielder he, in the world. He's the best absolute best midfielder, midfielder in the world. So and he said just, midfielder, just, not not defensive or holding mid. He said right. midfielder, folks. Midfielder, so right? Clear on of that. all. And, and it's it is so funny. I so my son's match this past weekend, which he had a fantastic match, four goals, one assist, and the travel coach came up and approached him for a tournament in two weeks. Yeah, yeah pretty awesome. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, fuck yeah. So, get out. Right. So I'm I'm so I'm walking down the hill to the pitches. And I see this dude turn around in a black jacket. And, of course, I didn't catch all of it. So I'm like, oh, whatever, and walking by. Obviously, I'm in all my blues. Coming down the hill, turn back around, see it's a United jacket. And right at that time, I swear on it, it was, it was the craziest, craziest ordeal. Like, I looked at him. My phone buzzed. I picked it up and looked at it. Bobby Charlton dies. 
There is comedy to this. It's timing. I mean, it's all timing. Like comedy is timing. But fuck, you got me. You got me with that. I I didn't know the story. I didn't know the story beforehand. You got me. So I walk over to him to let him. Like as a like fuck fuck right legend again. Legend, Sir Bobby. So I walk up to him and I say, "Hey, man." I just want to let you know, Sir Bobby Charlton just died. And he looked at me crazy. And I was like, did I say something wrong? Like, am I not supposed to be talking to you? Is it because I'm wearing blue? Like, what's the deal? Probably. That's what I was <laughs> Right? <laughs> and he just, he looks at me sideways, and then he all of a sudden remembers who Bobby Charlton is. And Fuck I was like, right off. I can't have a conversation with you now. I've got to walk away. I, mm-hmm. what? It made no sense. I mean, to be fair to that, we are starting to become a club like that. We are starting to become a club where people just know us because we win so much, and they don't right. know us because of our history and shit right. like that. Right. Um, which is what he United didn't was. We the, <laughs> he probably didn't even know we were in the FA Cup in the late '60s. So, <laughs> I mean, it's like, <laughs> or I mean, you know, club world. Whatever. Uh, whatever. But yeah. I just, I found it ultimately fucking hilarious that he looked That's... at me and as somebody who hasn't been a part of this for that long knows who Bobby Charlton is and understands the importance he has to that club, and he doesn't. He it just doesn't. He doesn't know his fucking him. club legend. Like, like what the fuck. On Anyways. the field, on the field, and in the front office, like he was a massive part of United, yeah. for decades. And, and like, I mean, what they, what you know, obviously there was a bunch of shit going on about that, and a lot of the shit they were saying was just like how you know he he would go in after the match, every match at home, and just be like, not not acknowledge anything that happened in the match, just be like, hey guys, hey, hey, hope you're having a good, you know. Like, you know, mm-hmm. not, not be like, fuck you. Like you did this, blah, blah, blah. Just like, whatever, keep going. You're with United. You're wearing the fucking badge. And I don't care what badge you're wearing. That's, that's somebody you want in your corner. That's yeah, like absolutely. 85, 86 years old coming in there being like, Hey, I played this fucking 50 years ago. You're playing it now. And we're all connected. And I Circling think it's circling us back to city. I thought it was uh super classy that as soon as we came out at halftime, the news had just broken like 10 minutes before that. And mm-hmm. every player on the pitch came out with a black armband on that they didn't have on yeah. at the beginning of the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So somebody at, at City got the news and got down to the training staff to say, we need to get red black armbands and put them on all the players. Some of the Brighton guys had them on after the fact, and they were mm-hmm. trying to make it. But we touch a class per usual from our club uh, to have all of the guys at halftime coming out, knowing the enormity of the news, to yeah. have those on before – they were on camera and came out to to show their respect. So that was uh, something I found really nice. But anyways. Moving on. (laughs) that chant was so much fucking fun oh my Green god Day. oh my god I oh loved it. my god that was that was like that, <laughs> everyone was so into it i wish we had video yeah because like everyone was going down and go oh mm-hmm. god 
Like if we had like a drone over that, it would look. Uh, man. Oh my more, god! Yeah, that would have been right? so dope. Especially more, like it dropping down with us in the middle. Exactly. Oh, that would have been so because like, there was like an eye. <laughs> there was an eye of the storm that just went mm -hmm. out. It was like boom. Yep. <laughs> Didn't it morph into like an Erling, Erling Holland, and then Alfie, Alfie Hot, like kind of thing too? At, at one point. Or was that? Uh, I think that's actually when that, like, that week before that match is when that all kind of started. Mm -hmm. Um, I actually had put it up in the governor's page, and mm -hmm. that got a lot of hate. Because <laughs> 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 really? yeah. of us being Yanks, I guess I don't know. I, I I have really come to the to the point in all of this where I have to be mindful of where I post things on the internet because again i'm bringing up the 70 percenters they will they are vipers they will fucking murder you yeah accurate i mean there's there's always going to be a crowd that are part of the crowd especially when you're talking about a fan base that's as big as ours is now yeah that fucking hates on anybody new coming in that's not able to go to a match every fucking weekend or whatever right and like it's not our fault we wish we it's could like right. we're not we're, would we're be born there. in different countries. <laughs> Believe me, if right. I was born not in your country, I would be there. Or if right. I was, and I will be. And I will be. Just give me the chance. Like it it's going to happen. I mean, I I you know if England opens their borders up a little more, then maybe I could be an expat, but that seems a bit out of stretch. Uh hold on, hold on. So I have I have a way. I have a way. I have found a way for two things to happen. First thing. I found this site that you can buy a five square foot piece of property in Scotland, making you making you a resident, but that making you a landowner and also making you a lord. I, I've seen that. I've seen that. But that, like, okay, so that's Scotland. That's part of the UK, but that's not England. But and you're a UK I mean, resident, right? True, true, true. Um, and I mean, in that aspect, I could probably I could probably move to Wales. Uh, but I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Why you go to Wales? No Actually, offense, I, Wales people, but you guys haven't made it look that great. I mean, Rex, no, I would go there all fucking day. It's just it, it, uh, well, and you know, if there's a at least it's like on the southwestern. But like, I guess actually, yeah. the the bright side of that is, I mean, they do have an insane language that I will never learn. But like, at least I can understand their English better than I can understand Scottish. Like. Like those backwoods Scottish people, I like nothing against you guys. I I know plenty of country people here that I can. Right. Uh, well, we I'm can't from the country. Them either. I I can understand <laughs> them, but that's because like I grew up in the fucking hills. But like if I grew up in the hills of Scotland, I would understand you. I didn't. I don't. Uh. Anyway, circling back, city. Bruh, bruh, bruh. One thousand percent. One thousand percent. Um, I gotta turn the fucking repeat off. God. I'm just, I'm just gonna say this about the match. Like, it, in all honesty, to me, it felt like we should have had like five goals. Like, yeah, we... th th that should have been a five to one match because I mean that one, that one goal was going in no matter fucking what. Like, it was too open in that side. There wasn't any covers there, like at all. Doesn't matter how you, you know, like you said, it, it was yeah. a fucking deflection, anyways. But yeah, yes, it should have been a five one match. Yeah. 
and I mean, we're like, a, we're, we're, we're starting to click. We're starting to click, but this is where we need to be starting to click. We need to slow into it because that makes, makes our dudes so much hungrier. And when we go into December, like a little down. Well, and just to, just to keep this moving along bright side, KDB has been back on the grounds. So, I mean, we're looking at a month may, so still, but. Right, but we may see maybe a bit earlier Kevin back on the pitch, uh, even even in a sub role, which I would be okay with, you know. Um, but I mean, yes, like you said, we're we're getting back to us. We're getting back to our style of ball. We're starting to gel. I think Kevin coming back is going to be massive. So, but on that tip, there are rumors about his contract situation. And because of his injury proneness, that they may not be offering him another contract. What do you guys think about that, Joe? I think that's a lot of Journo drumming up an issue where there isn't one. They have another 12 months before they even have to enter into these negotiations and discussions because mm. he's got his he's got a contract through when Pep is here. So yep. there's plenty of time to make that decision. From all accounts, Kevin is happy here. He is wants to finish his career here. He said that he loves it. He doesn't want to move anywhere. He wants to be here. The club with legends like him have gone above and beyond to keep them at times. And he's not at the Gundawan age yet. And no, I think it's way premature to start talking about not offering him a contract because of the injury piece. That's, that's, be uh, driving up a story just like they were doing with Pep allegedly saying to three Brighton players that that's the next Man City, Man City manager with the Zerbi after a game that we played last year. I think the timing of that was also to drum up interest in the match and to cause controversy. So, yeah, the Zerbi would be on my short list, but. I think the timing is skept- is very, very skeptical. But I, I think by the time we hit this point next year, Kevin will have a extended an extra year, whatever it might be. And I think he stays uh, here until he's decided to hang him up. Agreed. Yeah. First, that last bit is exactly it. For one thing, we have never been shy of paying Kevin De Bruyne, nope. and nope. <laughs> I, I really liked I really liked the comparison that you brought up of Gundogan, because we bought Gundogan basically immediately after a three ligament knee tear. Like you have four ligaments that are connecting your knee and holding it in place. He lost three of them. And, and most athletes don't come back from that type of shit ever. Let alone come back and be one of the best players and one of the best teams or the best team in Europe. Like you just, it just doesn't fucking happen. And that's why, I mean, for one thing, I'm going to throw my hands up to the Catalan fucking uh, medical staff that we keep on uh, like retainer because <laughs> fuck, right. they're fucking incredible. Um, but like... Kevin is nowhere near done. Um, if anything, he might be a little slower, but that just means his passes are going to be better because he'll he'll have to, you know, make it work. And 
I, I'm in, I, yeah, I 1000% journos being fucking journos and just trying to, trying to, you know, sell papers or get clicks or whatever the fuck. Um, it's, it's just bullshit because again, we have never shied away from Ke paying Kevin. And that's one thing for two. He's been here for eight years now. Um, he's, his family has grown here. Like it's a whole ass thing that players don't want to leave. Like your kids are starting to go to school and shit like that. Like you, you don't want to pull them out of shit. I mean, granted they're not that old, but whatever. Like you don't want to pull them out of it just because a whim, as long as you're still being treated well by the club. And I 1000% believe the club is never going to stop treating him well. I think it's complete nonsense because the guy has been an epic fucking win for us across the board since we got him since he was called a Chelsea fucking draw or you know a failure at Chelsea since he was called way too much for 55 million pound since he was called all this shit when we first brought him in from Wolfsburg even though he dominated from fucking Bundesliga dominated Bundesliga oh no he can't fucking handle Premier League well guess what y'all were fucking stupid and now everyone is like Kevin De Bruyne is probably this era messy yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm still getting used to the fact that, and this really pertains to any media, specifically in sports. Some of the shit that they pull out of their ass just for clicks is hilarious. Like there, there's no base to any of what they're saying whatsoever at this point. Exactly what you guys said. They're going to treat them well. And as a matter of fact, if I want to get a little further into this, um, with Gundogan. When he was with us, if you guys remember last season, he was actually with our EDS, helping train uh -huh. and learning how to coach and getting his certifications. I now think that since he has now gone over to Barcelona and wants to have the rest of his career there, I think that Kevin should take up a little bit of that role and go down to the system and start teaching some of these young players. And I think it would be excellent to do that, especially with the amount of, the amount of training he's gone through with Pep. I mean, it's, he's basically just feeding off his knowledge back to these youngsters. And I think that would be next level. Free kicks alone. Free kicks alone. Right. Um, God damn, I can't think of the guy's name. Why can't uh, – Joe, you'll probably be more help. Uh, big curly fro from Chelsea years ago. Roy Kent? Uh, no. uh, uh, David Silva? <laughs> uh, David Silva. Um, what's his face? It is David, um, right? I know exactly uh, what you're talking about. Louise, David Louise, um, right, Sideshow Bob. So that's actually who taught Kevin how to kick his free kicks the way he does, like his like little like like knuckle balls. Um, mm -hmm. He's the one who taught him that technique, which is he's a defender, he's a center fucking bat. Um, uh, yeah, so it, it's 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 that kind of information that like yeah, it's just going to be perpetuated, and I really hope that. Yeah, God, can you imagine like if we had company Gundogan and Kev as like our coaching staff? Like, <laughs> oh man, oh man, Bruh. I think we, we'd actually bring bring Coon in then for like our striker work. Fuck, emotional damage. Because <laughs> we wouldn't oh. even. I mean, like, I bet, I bet most of them wouldn't even need to be like on like you know top tier manager salary if they're just getting like you know four or five million a year. 
And then we're doing like 20 million over four managers and you're all just kind of like Richmond. Um, like, I, man. Nice one. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like oh. the last couple episodes now of my like million three watch and I'm stalling so mm. hard. <laughs> Don't blame you. It's painful. So let's take a little look ahead at our midweek match against the young boys. Wednesday. Hey. <laughs> right. <laughs> so like before before we get a little too far into this, I want to make mention there was something posted about um their playing surface there in switzerland and sure. it's uh it's shit. not in, it's it's in the shit literally um i wonder how that's going to play out for this match because from what i read it kind of seemed like they were trying to find another venue um not good not good guys this do is they even have another venue that's like valid I don't. What other? I mean, the only place that you can think of in Switzerland, Antwerp. I mean, they're they're in they're in Bern, right? That's where Young Boys is, right? Yeah. Um, Antwerp. I really don't. I. I yeah. That's a, that would be the only other place I could think of. Like, I don't know if there's any other cities. I know there are other clubs in Switzerland, obviously, but for the capacity I don't know shit that about you would need. Right, but but I'm saying like I don't think their stadiums would hold the capacity capacity needed for a CL match. So it's like, ah. Anyways, I mean, what are we calling capacity though? Because I mean, realistically, you probably only need like thirty thousand would be yeah. exactly thirty thousand would be what the minimum I would think for a massive stadium or a stadium to hold that type of event. Should like be. five thousand for aways, right? Twenty five thousand for homes, yeah. Right. I hear earlier today. We're training at Wankdorf Stadium in Berlin. <laughs> Wankdorf, which is their stadium, and it, apparently it's a an, an artificial pitch. So it fucking got me. It fucking got me too quick, Bruh, They're in. It's the Young Boys Stadium. Did you say Wankdorf? Wankdorf. 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 And it's written. In the stands, like on the stadium, like we're we're and then Wankdorf is in big yellow lettering on their like where their seats I'm are. Sure, oh I'm sure I'm sure I'm sure in Switzerland that means something that we are not appreciating, but come on. Like there there are words we say that mean other things in other languages, and that's hilarious. Wankdorf here. Hey I mean, Siri. Hey Siri. <laughs> oh fuck, it's not working. How do you, how do you what does Wank, Wankdorf mean in German? <laughs> how short of a motion is a Wankdorf? Um, <laughs> Are we talking centimeters here? Or are we yeah, talking millimeters? Yeah. I mean, is it... Or is it Inquiring minds need to know. <laughs> we are crushing this podcast, guys. We are crushing it. Mm. <laughs> oh my gosh alright so we're going to Switzerland to face young boys at the what Wankdorf. kind of lineup do at you the expect at the Wankdorf <laughs> where do you what do you guys expect out of this lineup for this week Kyle well I expect a lot of fucking subs I expect maybe like Rodri I don't actually not Rodri I think we might see Calvin 
Um, like it's gonna be. Could we see like, him next to Rodri? Maybe I would like or Stonesy. Um, or Stones. You know, Stonesy for sixty. Put Rodri in for the last thirty. That kind of thing. Um, sure. Just to keep his health, you know, give him some minutes, like, you know, fitness. Um, mm-hmm. That's the only like. Otherwise, I see us doing probably like nine changes or some shit, you know. Yeah. And it's gonna be a change, so that'll be funny. Uh, but yeah, I, I just, I, I, I think we're just gonna, I, because I know I don't mean to disrespect you, children, men, um, <laughs> but. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's the worst fucking name ever. Um, but like, we are so much better that we can play like our C squad and still be good. Um, yeah. And then you know, I, I this is the only thing I have to say about it. If we do start out with like nine, ten changes with a bunch of kids playing, we need to make subs if shit isn't going right at half. Yeah. Like it can't be like 70, 80 minutes. It's gotta be at half and let the boys come in and just fucking get some goals. Like yeah, period. Yeah. If the kids We're, can't get like a goal or two in the first half, it's gotta be a quick time up. for the adults to play. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. With uh Sunday's match being at Old Trafford and that big derby on Sunday. Exactly. You would, expe- you would expect to see a fairly changed lineup. Um Maybe give some of our big guns a rest. I would imagine. Um, it'd be nice to see Oscar Bob get a little run out. I like. Hopefully, we get exactly. to see a lot of him. Um, Agreed. And I, and I like that you guys both mentioned playing Calvin um, and maybe putting him next to a Stones or a Rodri. I think when Calvin is by himself as the lone, like, talented see that. holding midfield player, yeah. he gets exposed. But if you put him n- next to a Rodri or a Stones. Um, I think they would be able to reel him in a little bit and might help him succeed a little bit more than putting him out there kind of by himself. Mm. Lone holding person. So that would, I think would be beneficial to him to have a little extra support there. So he, he's not being relied upon to do too much uh, of that Mm. cleanup work. Um, So I I think he might get some, some time. It'd be nice to see him out there. I hope Rico is uh, in the starting lineup in a more advanced role. I like seeing him, uh, almost as an attacking mid at times, and and yeah. letting him him cook up there. I think that would be nice to see him uh, get a full ninety in under his belt too. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I um that was one of the things that I wanted to bring up too was you know we have the derby to look ahead to um at the weekend. So it's like you know what do you do here? I'm a I'm with Kyle. I think you have to have about nine or ten changes. Um. Maybe not so much. We can even go as far as eight. Um, yeah, but I think seven. that is the minimum. I, I think like seven or eight is the minimum on the changes, um, especially with this club that we're going up against. And we don't need the, the weekend we going in. We don't. We we don't because we'll end up winning group stage even if we take Either a draw way. in this one yeah. or a loss. It doesn't matter. Um, however, um, that is something that I think is going to be the dictating factor of how we mm-hmm. line up on Wednesday against young boys is how we're going to line up against United on Saturday. So, and, but the thing about that is, is it always comes down to fucking pep and peps insane mentality of we have to win this shit. Although I yeah. do think that like, uh, well, so the only reason why I think that we're going to see maybe like 
a stronger side like a Bernardo, like Phil, people like that, like you know, mm-hmm. like a five or six sub side. Yeah. Um, is that Pep is looking at every single fucking point, and like that's all there is to it. He is always going to sit there and just be like, "I want to win this. I want to win this." Like he is never going to sit at a match and be like, "If he can." And he's he's already vocal, and this is what I was getting to is he's already vocalized that the only person we're missing right now is Kevin. Mm-hmm. That's the only person. So there's no reason why we can't like have a beefed up side still and not play kids. So well, that's the thing. We only have two legit, well, maybe three if you count Sergio Gomez, Oscar Bob, and Rico are the only two young kids in the under twenties. They're the only one, yeah. like young guys. So I think you're going to see a Nunez. I think you're going to see a Kovacic get some minutes. N- so Nunez, you, absolutely. Kovacic, exactly. So exactly. even like it's, we're saying playing subs, but we're still talking about starting quality Premier League players. Right. So it's yeah. like, it's and we, like have to, <laughs> we have to recognize like, that we have an A and B squad and they're equal. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. So I definitely want to see more Nunez because we haven't seen him very much since. The he came off at half at Wolves and and I think Kovacic mm-hmm. could use uh, some confidence building since he hasn't had the best uh, performances when he's been out there recently. So I I think those two probably get a, a significant amount of time on on Wednesday. Well, and he hasn't been, done so bad. He hasn't done so bad with with us when we've been in Champions League matches. So I would mm-hmm. love to see him get those reps, and I think that would be yeah. an extreme confidence booster for him mm-hmm. going into. United going into the following match. So, yeah, absolutely. And has he ever played in the Champions League? Who that Nunez? Was Sporting maybe? Kovacic. No, Kovacic no, no. no. Kovacic, Kovacic is one. That's what I was talking I, I, about. I, I, meant, I meant Mateus. Um, yeah. I don't believe he has. No, I think was Sporting was, either? If he gets a start. Ooh, he might have. He might have. When he was with that's Sporting, I, they yeah. might have been in there. You're right. He might have gotten a couple of group stage matches. I think that's there. how we actually got, like, you know, picked up is because he had. Some That's good a good matches. point. Yeah. Yep, yep. That was what three years ago. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah, but either way, like, the, so he's he's got some minutes in there, so he's got some experience. I mean, Kovic has won the fucking Champions League outside of right. winning with us, mm-hmm. um, right? Right. Like it's right. we we. Uh, I I am so excited. Like we we have a legit fucking chance at doing the treble again if we do the treble twice in a row we have to be the best team in the fucking world right like in the history of the game the best team in the history of the game if if united stood there for however long having done it in 1999 i think i think we take the cake after that right i I mean it took them what like four (laughs) more years to win the league again after 99 is that right 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 is that right i think i I mean it was sometime. I don't know the exact period of time, but I know it was I thought it was 2003 they until they won the league again. Or that might be Chelsea. Actually, sorry, sorry. Uh, no, 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 no. That was on the Beck stock. So, yes, you are right. Yeah. Uh-oh. We've lost a Kyle. The circle of death. Right. Fucking. That's why I won't buy an Xbox. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we, the United won, um, in 99, 2000 and 2000, uh, 2001. 
after that ninety nine. But then campaign. they went after they won on a spell where they I, they didn't they didn't From win after that or oh three oh four oh four oh five oh five oh six were Arsenal Chelsea Chelsea. Gotcha. So they still had a little, but they had a three year spell. Spell then they won back three in a row after that, and then that was the last time that they've consistently been been there. It's been a lot of us after that. Whole lot of blue. Right. Righto. Well, looks like we've lost Kyle. If he comes back, cool. Um, but really, we're, we're, we're about, about at the about end anyway. This we're, we're about to wrap this up. So, yep. um, I anticipate a win uh, on Wednesday. I, I, a comfortable one at that. So, I think I think we need to have a good buffer match. If you get what I'm saying. Um, where we we run up the table or run up the scoreline a little bit because in spite of the way that we played and the result that came from the Brighton match, I think that we have the most amount of capability to um, the most amount of capability. I totally lost my fucking train of thought because I had to press him in. Damn it. Uh, where was I? I'm so sorry. I am so fucking sorry. It's cool. I we were like red ring of death. What happened? <laughs> and we're pretty much at the end anyway, so we were just going over. Right. Um, I expected uh, a comfortable win, and Colby was saying that it would be nice to get a good confidence booster of yes, a, a multiple goal eighteen win. nil. <laughs> you know it's crazy is that a goal differential doesn't do shit for you in the champions league so it's like I why mean, would you even do that anyway odds <laughs> odds are they're going to fucking park the bus on us and try to go counter so i mean i, what I, I would be... bet we see like a three to one oh. what it's not as me what Man. is happening i so i i thought that i could make it the whole fucking thing without plugging in like uh power wise and that's why yep. i dropped out right um that's going to be interesting because if he can't come back, he was the host, and I don't have any buttons to click to stop this from recording. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here, but my picture's not. <laughs> it's hilarious like that it. it's the Snobby Boys podcast. Like that's and, and then the little ring is like pulsating around it. I like it. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. I'll bring my face back, I think. It says everything's plugged in. What's going on? Oh my god! This gosh. is the most. What an episode! What <laughs> a fucking say. episode today! Oh hey, man! Late night Monday night is apparently. Hey, that's a, I guess a good time. <laughs> I wish should have went live. God damn it! Pick up the all. This, this would have been a good live. This would have been a good live. We should do some uh, lives. We should yep. do some lives. Uh, well, that's coming soon. Uh, we have the we have the capability, but um. We just haven't discussed it yet. <laughs> Sorry, it's my like mind I'm talking went... to a robot. <laughs> <laughs> because, because of that, my mind went immediately to like the million dollar man. <laughs> we have the capability. Yeah. We have the capability. Exactly. I don't understand why I won't let my camera work, but anyways. Um Robot Colby, what do you have to say? Robot Me <laughs> is telling you thank you for listening. Make sure, again, that you hit the subscribe, hit the bell. Make sure you follow the socials. Until next week. Actually, hold on. Time out. I have to little, do a little promo here. Uh, Thursday, make sure that you check me out 
on the lit stream for Shades of Blue and Kirk Chocolate, as I will be on there, uh, my first guest appearance. Uh, so go ahead and check that out. I'll make sure that I put the link into our Instagram stories and on our, um, I've already uh, reshared it on our X account. So make sure that you are there Thursday to check it out. It'll be dope. What the fuck? <laughs> Lots of great Man. content coming from our boy Crunk over there with Shady Gang. So yeah, check them out, I, please. Yeah. It, Lots of good we, stuff we, going we on. We have there. we have good like Colby is Colby's getting out with them, but you know, they honestly if you just if you just check out Crunk Chocolate, everything he has going on, because he's doing all kinds of different channels too at the same time. Like check him out. Please beat up everything he has going on. Put those likes, put those subscribes. Uh share with your friends. Yeah, yeah. Just uh your you know, followers, keep, whoever it is. Please please spread the word because that's all this game is, is us trying to you know, promote. talk to each other and promote. Yeah. And just have people listen to us for whatever fucking reason you like to. Um, hopefully you enjoy the beautiful things we have to say and, you know, Joe's intonation, because let's be honest, it's it's orchestratic. Uh, orchestratic. Is that a word? Is that a word? Yeah. I think we just made one. I, I hope so. Um, Stupid. Oh, how did that work? From the sneak. Can he still push buttons and hear us? He can. Apparently, <laughs> he's just not. Oh my god! It's it's like a it's like our mute deaf. <laughs> oh my god! Well, apparently well, he can, he can yeah. he can click the buttons and everything still and still hear us. So thank you for listening. We appreciate the support. Please share, like, subscribe, drop some comments. This is Kyle Colby behind the scenes. And we are out of here. Good looking.